very, very important announcement to make uh, this St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Who the fuck is that guy? You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Sound of five dollars coming to my pocket. You, Jesse. I say double or nothing. We're gonna keep uh, it going. We'll do it. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. What you heard there was uh, the very end of the Mark Hunt Alistar Overeem fight. Number two. Number two mm-hmm. that we uh, put a bet down on uh, in one of our past episodes here. Yeah, it occurred at UFC 209. Um, it was a hell of a fight in the heavyweight division. Um, both guys just came out swinging, throwing a lot of knees, throwing a lot of elbows. Um, it could have went either way, but Overeem in the end just just got him with a knee and an elbow, and it, that was a wrap. And yep. It was a he went down fight, like man. a sack of potatoes. That he it hit was a hell hard. of an opener to the main card, that's for sure. Yep. Ah, oh, man. I picked the wrong guy. I picked Hunt. I told you. I told you it was going to happen. Mark Hunt's getting a little old. He's uh, 42 years old, so he's getting a little He's also old. a lot smaller than I He's 5'10", but, I mean, apparently that can be an advantage in the regard because, like, um, it's hard for, like, a bit larger challengers to get underneath him, like, under his hips and, like, do different moves, you know, get to the advantage point. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's true. And he was doing a lot of leg kicks um, to the point where I think his Mark Hunt's leg was bleeding pretty bad. Yeah, you noticed that. Yeah, that, yeah, he definitely yeah, his right leg in there. looked like his shin split Chin open. goddamn nails, Mark Hunt. You probably <laughs> got those dirty-ass toenails. Uh, like cut, daggers kicking you. Cut, ah, cut like a little knife. You got to treat him with antibiotics after because it gets infected. So uh, so fuck the $5. We're going 10 bucks on the next one. On the next one. We'll decide what that's going to be. There's nothing yeah. in sight yet. We'll, we'll figure this out by the next green corner. Maybe a Conor McGregor fight. All the belts. We could only hope the mega fight. Speaking of, it's uh, uh, our St. Patrick's Day episode. Yes, this will be the episode you hear before you go out all weekend long acting like a maniac. I'm getting drunk as fuck. We hope you enjoy it safely. Go out, have some green beer. I actually already had a shamrock shake. Oh damn, that's nice. Yep. Um, they're light. They're like a light mint, right? Yeah. I feel like it, actually, this on a podcast before. God. I uh, I <laughs> I had a uh, shamrock chocolate shake. They do half and half ones now. Oh god damn, that sounds good. Yeah, it was pretty tasty. It tastes like uh, Andy's candies, you know. A little bit of mint and chocolate. Yeah, after dinner mint, throw it in the shake. 
<laughs> Before we get too far into this episode, we should introduce ourselves. Hello, it is Matthew. And Jesse with American Slacker. Glad you're listening. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Uh, one thing we want to bring up is uh, we had a past bonus episode. We hope you didn't miss it. Slacker Roulette, episode 28. Um, if you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out after this. We got the chance to work with Crime Roulette. The boys over there were tons of fun. Um, Kyle, Noel were on the uh, episode. We did not have the chance to work with Bradford. He was uh, preoccupied, a little busy. Unfortunately. He's Unfortunately, a busy guy. Busy guy. What can you do? What can you do? Next um, time. Regardless, it was a great episode. Fucking so much fun. Yeah, I had a fun time talking with Kyle and yeah. Noel. Crime uh, undertone, especially if you're into that. Yeah, if you like true crime uh, with a little bit of twisted humor thrown in, uh, go check out Crime Roulette. Their, uh, their podcast is up on iTunes, all, all, the, all the different podcast apps. Yeah, so you can find them on Instagram, um, crime underscore roulette. And if you wanted to check out Kyle's personal Twitter, you can get at him at Total Filth. That's uh, T O T A L F I L F. If uh, just so that <laughs> yeah. we get the spelling right. Yeah, true, true. Uh, and Noel is at Noli Oli, which is K N O L L I O L L I. One uh, another thing we like to mention is uh, it's always good if you guys rate and review us. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, if you're a first time listener, tell us what you think. We appreciate the feedback, and it helps us uh, get out there to new audiences. So we would really appreciate it. Yeah, get it's the first thing people see when they pull us up on iTunes. It's, Your awesome you know, little blurb about what you think. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let the world know. Another uh, another little thing that we should throw in is uh, we're going to start doing some giveaways on Instagram. Giving away some uh, Starbucks gift cards, I believe, is probably going to be our first. Yeah, we're going to start out with Starbucks because they're very easy to transfer to your actual account. Um, we'll basically like take a photo of like the back of it and you just add that into your account and it'll be a $10 Starbucks gift card. And uh, keep an eye out for that soon. Um, we might be doing a pre hint of when we're going to do it on facebook you know regardless if we do it on instagram or twitter um facebook will be the place to look to see when it's coming yeah if you go over and like our facebook and make sure you're following us there uh you'll get sort of a heads up uh the day before it's going to go out on either instagram or twitter so yeah make sure you're following us on all that shit into the good stuff the stuff you guys are here for the Bizarre news, odd news, you know we love it. Don't say weird shit! With the holiday coming up, we know there's going to be a lot of drinking. We already established that. Oh, we're already starting. We've started on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Brooklyn Defender IPA. It's a Comic-Con beer. Nice. Really good. I got I got a sour from Alvarado Street Brewery, which is a local brewery here. Nice. It's pretty nice. tasty. That's good. It's a growler, right? You took home some draft. It's actually called a crowler. It's uh they crowler. can it they can it themselves, so it's a can oh. a canned growler. It's got Ooh. about two or three beers in it and it's uh pretty pretty cool, nifty little way to bring it home. That is nice. 
I, I always appreciate the fresh. In our first story, it, uh, th- this guy probably had <laughs> one, t- w- one too many crowlers because he ended up getting caught via a trail of beer cans after escaping from uh, being in deputy's custody. Oh, my God. In Wise <laughs> County, Virginia, um, a man escaped from deputies after uh, being detained and stole a truck. He managed <laughs> to run a run. Get the from, yep, there you go. And evading. Uh, yep, already. We're starting out hard. <laughs> so he steals this truck. He's running from the cops. And one police officer notices the uh, same truck. He starts to follow him, and the guy takes off. As he's taken off, beer cans start flying out of the back of the truck. Sort of oh, like a breadcrumb situation here. He was on he, his way to do to return the empties and get more. He, he broke line of sight with the cop and pulled into a driveway. Got away. Okay. The cops followed the beer cans that were flying out of the trunk <sighs> of his car and rolled up on him. When he saw the cop, he drove through a bunch of yards to get away from him back onto the highway where they eventually uh, got to him. He jumped out of the vehicle and ran, and they ended up catching him that way. Oh, my God, man. That's not the scenario you're supposed to leave the breadcrumb trail, let alone a beer can trail. Beer can trail is a new one. I haven't heard of that before. Yeah, like, you never, come on. You're just, you're polluting the environment. Come on. (laughs) He was just worried about his getaway. I, I don't think the beer cans were his. It was probably just in the truck. Of course it wasn't intentional. (laughs) <laughs> he uh well yeah no he's not he's not leaving a, a trail to get back to his uh, i could see if he had glass so then he, he thought he was being slick and he was gonna pop tires thinking that glass would pop tires which Mythbusters has shown us that in the 90s yep <laughs> Mythbusters has taught us a lot but uh yeah this guy hasn't probably hasn't learned a thing from it they caught him he's he's getting, getting put away he won't be now. He'll be making uh, breadcrumbs with jail food. Man, yeah, poor guy. It's gonna be a different <laughs> scenario for him. Well, I don't know about poor guy. He's going around <laughs> stealing cars. Yeah, true, true. He is a thief. Thieves are. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> the pol- the police in our next story had a serious incident to deal with um, when they received a report about a bomb behind a dumpster. This all occurred in Fauquier County, which is in Virginia, and the sheriff's office had received this this call that um, someone had believed the bomb was behind a dumpster. Oh, shit. When they, when they arrived, units determined that it was not a bomb, but actually a bong. Oh, it's not a bomb. It's just a bong. Ah, slip of the Said, tongue. Quoting S- Sergeant James Hartman, um, who is a public information officer for the sheriff's office. Um, politically correct, it would be a water pipe, though. <laughs> yeah. It would be an accurate this. way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, don't, we don't know what this is used for. Come on. It, it might not be marijuana. <laughs> Smoking tobacco um, out of so the bong. The incident caused them to have to block off the area because when an explosive device is reported, they take you know no chance. Um, so the area of 439 Blackwell Road was uh, blocked up at 1015, according to the uh, eyewitnesses, and uh, caused quite the, uh, the scuttle on March 2nd. 
Oh, man. All over a bong. A so bong people, be careful where you place your bong. Don't get don't get into it. Don't take a couple rips and forget where you put your bong. Yeah, so I wonder. Good. I wonder who just left it there. Yeah, why? Like, God damn stoners. <laughs> but uh, that's a little slip of the tongue, you know. I'm sure it, she was trying to convey that it was a bong, and all they heard was the first couple letters, and they're like, "I know exactly what you're talking about. We'll get them over there." Yeah, yeah. Bomb behind the quickie mart. <laughs> oh man. How often that, do you find a bomb behind the quickie mart? <laughs> well, bongs a lot. Bongs, bongs a lot. You probably not, was bought in the quickie mart. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I mean, there's a lot of gas stations these days that got pieces just chilling right up front. Oh yeah. Come it could have been it could have been a road trip like you one, broke your piece. You could have been one, one of those, you know. So we just wanted to use it and ditch it and then Head on out on the road. Well, don't be too intoxicated when you're driving on the road because you can always get pulled over, you know, this this uh, St. Patrick's Day. You want to call like an, call an Uber or uh, get get a, a lame friend to come pick you up. That friend <laughs> that doesn't drink. Yep. It's just not for them. But their driving abilities are for you. There you go. You got to take advantage of that. And this guy, I don't think this guy had a friend in our next story because he blames those damn chicken nuggets for his drunk driving arrest. And that's just bacon McNuggets in my hand. I don't want to See, and I, I can relate to that, man, because chicken nuggets will lure you out. You're We've talked drinking, a lot about chicken nuggets. You can't find a ride. And apparently he, he just doesn't have the logic of using Uber or taxi. Maybe Uber's not there, but taxi, come on, taxis are everywhere. Wait, listen, when you got the siren song of nuggets in your ear, there's nothing Man. stopping you. Even if you True. have a BAC of 0.14%. Which, I mean, that's double the New York limit. So, I mean, that's, I, I can't judge it. I mean, that's probably, you know, seven to eight beers, maybe. Yeah, this happened in uh, Michigan, and it was twice the legal limit as well there. So, it, he uh. was caught doing 58 and a 30. And, Reckless. And Reckless son of a bitch. Those nuggets can wait. The arresting <laughs> officer uh, t- told told people that he had said, because I was being stupid, those damn chicken nuggets. And that's why he said he was being arrested. <laughs> so it's those damn chicken nuggets' fault. Ah, uh, goddamn chicken nuggets. They, uh, the, officer, the, officer, <laughs> the officer asked uh, how much he had to drink. And he responded, I don't know. It has been a night. <laughs> Getting arrested over chicken nuggets, that that would qualify as a night. That tops it, man. You could have stayed home. You could have made uh, Mama Celeste pizza. Yeah, right? Heat <laughs> up know? some nuggets. Get them in the Heat freezer. Heat up some frozen nuggets. Like, come on. Just he, deal uh, with them. The, the guy that was arrested, he holds, I guess, some sort of uh, seat on, like, the like town board or something along those lines. So it's kind of it's probably a big big deal in Montcalm County, Michigan. But I'm just concerned with his nuggets. Why why is he blaming the nuggets? It's not uh, the nuggets fault, man. You could like nah. we were talking before, you could put a Craigslist ad out if you're hungry for nuggets and you're drunk. Say Yeah, man. Say whoever's in this area 
bring me nuggets, you'll get 20 bucks. And I'm sure someone will be like, yo, you still need those nuggets? And you're like, you know it. They're coming over. And then if you eat those nuggets and you want more, you just you say, you're not the first person, but I'll still pay you for those nuggets. And you know they might pick up some food for themselves. You just made a friend. You never know. It yeah. all happened on Craigslist. God. Invite, a, invite him in there. Don't worry about being murdered. Come on. Live a little. Live a little. Accept nuggets from a stranger. It's better than nuggets getting pulled over. Yep. yep. <laughs> and they're completely sealed package. <laughs> <laughs> Roofie nuggets? Anybody? Roofie nuggets? I'll take some. Roofie nuggets? Or are you handing Roofie them out? Yeah, yeah, I got a Roofie nuggets. These are good. I mean, I'm just uh, woo, feeling a little, <laughs> a little tired. Huh. Mind if I lay down? These nuggets yeah, are... Dude. Take a nap. Take a nap, man. Take a nap. <laughs> These nuggets I've heard are, just put you down worse than a Thanksgiving what? dinner. Oh, man. What are you doing with that pillow over my head? <laughs> just hold still, man. <laughs> Don't talk. Don't talk. It's easy. Let it happen. It's just, and that's how it became American Slacker with Matt. Yep. <laughs> Solo, bitches. What's up? He so. killed him with the nuggets. <laughs> Now we're going to talk about another motherfucker that got pulled over under suspicion of being a drunk asshole. Uh, this man. all occurred in Conway, Arkansas. But, little beknownst to the police, the young lad that was pulled over was not drunk. A University of Central Arkansas junior was pulled over by the police for his sobriety, and he came up with an alternative method to prove that he was indeed sober. All now. Right. Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. What do you got, kid? This kid, he wasn't going to do a dance. He's like, I can explain the entire series of Friends. Oh, I was going to say Lost, because that's a mind. Oh, yeah, there you go. Go for that one. Go for something more complicated. I thought he was just going to do like a four-hour, like, all right, so it's all all about Ross and Rachel, really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Be like, well, um, after that four-hour explanation, you've got to be sober. Oh. All right. In reality, <laughs> the student had been carrying, um, I, I don't know, utilities of a hobby of his, you would call these. Okay. The police spotted bowling, uh, bowling pins, juggling pins, skinny bowling pins, basically, um, yeah. in his back seat. And the kid had demonstrated that he was indeed sober by doing some intense maneuvering with these juggling. Not just simply juggling, under the under the leg, on the back. Uppa. He had some he had some advanced trickery. Yeah. Juggling. He was good. He yeah. he pulled it off. And it's nice how the dash cam caught like all of it. Even uh I don't know if you notice he hands the phone his phone to the officer yeah and he's like don't don't drop that now now what yep. you, the, the deal is you got to take a, a video of me doing this <laughs> yep so the officer's like smiling and getting a video yeah yeah you can see yeah one of the officers on the other side yeah um quite the deed indeed act but i'm calling bullshit i'm saying that he does this drunk at all the parties he's just really good when he's drunk at it yeah he can't even juggle when he's sober Oh, he has okay. to be like four beers in, and then the juggling starts to come to hand. <laughs> so this is just uh, a ploy to get out of. He learned to juggle one drunk specifically to get out of tickets. Yeah, he's like, nah, man. Check this out. <laughs> like, well, See, I told you. 
he, he blew a .14 BAC, and he reeks but of whiskey, but... He juggled like a motherfucker. I know. I, I, I gotta consider that, you know? We gotta let him go. Have you ever considered the circus boy? <laughs> he's, uh, he's definitely a talented guy, uh, and good thing he always keeps his juggling pins on him, I guess. I'm willing to bet he's do? a magic kid. I bet he's he's there's some magic tricks in there too, but this the juggling is more impressive than some of the. Oh, magic he should. Team. He should just disappeared then. <laughs> if yeah, that's I'm gonna the show case. you a cool trick. It's where I disappeared. It's like what? Where'd he go? Where the only, did he go? The only thing is he he can only appear in the backseat of the cop car. <laughs> it's like when we find you, we're gonna shoot the fuck out of you. <laughs> we hate well, magic. He, he, you can't trust the magician. No, no, it's or, actually little known that uh, magic ma- is shoot on sight. As soon as magic is established, you shoot on sight. Shoot on with sight. With a police code. Yeah, yeah. Because you never know what they're going to pull. It could be a rabbit. You can't trust that trickery. could be a gun. It could be a rabbit. could be a gun. You Look at this dove. Hat. Now it's a tech nine. Fucking, <laughs> ah! okay, uh... Can't trust a magician. Can't trust uh, what was it? A meth magician? I remember we were talking oh, about man. in the past episode. You don't want to confuse a meth magician with a mathematician. Yeah, with a mathematician. I think that's um, that might be a uh, meth magician's tutoring your kids, man. That might be a slacker slogan. Drugs appear, your kid your kid disappears. Whoa. Mathematicians, not meth magicians. No, no. Be clear the, on that. The more you know. For assistance. So on, on, on to our next story, another guy who uh, seems to disappear, for at least for a moment. Uh, we, we head over to Russia, uh, where at some workplace, people are getting a little bored, a little restless, and they decide to jump this, they decide to dare one man to jump into a pool of oil. A giant pool of oil, too. Now one might ask, what intelligent person would do this? And one would respond, not this guy, because he's definitely not intelligent. <laughs> not in the slightest. Not the only at four, all. The only forethought that I can uh, give to him or give him credit for is the fact that he's wearing a swim cap. Now, I was thinking he should have soaked himself in water before he went in there. Gave himself oh, yeah. a chance. Actually, that would have made sense. If he was wet, then it wouldn't have stuck to him as much. But no, this dipshit jumps in dry as a motherfucker. I, I was dry as the dirt road that's fucking three feet behind him. <laughs> right? I, I was trying to look up the uh, uh, pr- pronunciation of oil and water don't mix uh, in Russian, but I can't pronounce it. So. Oh, it's some crazy, crazy shit. So instead, we're gonna we're gonna play a little clip here, and I'll, I'll do a bit of narration if you're ready, Matt. Yeah. He's standing on the edge, and he goes right in. He's in for a minute, and he starts to emerge, covered in oil, head to toe. This guy just straight up looks like he rose from a freshly paved road. They're hitting him with... What you're hearing now is the uh, hose that they're trying to hit him with. They're not understanding that this isn't going to be a good way to clean off their friends. It's not doing anything to help him. So, and all they're doing is standing by laughing at this poor dude. 
So yeah, that's that's pro- that's good for the uh, the clip there. But uh, this poor dude, I don't know whether I feel bad for him or just shake my head and be like, "You're you're so dumb. Why did you do this?" It's like something out of the movie, the way the oil formed to his body. It's just not coming off, and it looks like latex has been applied to all of his skin. And he opens his mouth, and you just see, like, the pink tongue, and his eyes are white as fuck. Yep. Ah, but everywhere else, it's just black as night. He saved most of his hair. His facial hair is, like, completely covered. He's going to need, like, a, a kiddie pool full of Dawn. Ah, just some, roll yeah, around grease and. Because he's a greasy bastard right <laughs> you're now. Or just scr- scrape that fucker. Take off uh, a layer because, like, you're never getting off all that oil. It's a crazy clip. We'll, we'll put something in it. We'll put a clip of it up on uh, social media. Yeah, yeah, potentially a picture or something. we got to definitely throw something up about that. Um, <laughs> You could say that's a statement, right? Yeah, that's. Yeah, a, I guess, kinda, yeah. he could. It, it's, it's definitely art in a very Oil consumed man. Type I deal, I could see out of that. Like, I don't know. There could be you could take something deep out of a jackass move like that. Yeah, true. Actually, I didn't think of it that way, but that's that's pretty good. Cool well, way that's to look what at art it. is, man. And our next article is relative to that because what we have here is a French performing artist, okay. um, Abraham Ponchival is a man that likes to do statements by staying in holes, and in this case. A rock for seven days. Oh, wow. Now, this <laughs> what he has is a 10-ton boulder that's carved in basically what looks like um, a bench-like seat. It's a little, you know, it's, it's a little more room than just him, so he can move around a little bit. And then there's, like, a tabletop there. So it definitely doesn't look that comfortable. Now, I from the pictures, I can't get a perspective of how deep on each side it goes, but it doesn't seem like it goes more than, like, maybe four feet. It's cut out, like, perfectly to his body. It's so weird. Yeah, it's just, like, a few inches. Like, yeah, it's, like, six inches plus, like, his normal cut out. Like, it's like they blew it out. I'm almost thinking it's, it's like, deep enough that he could lay down if he needed to. That's what I'm wondering, if it's just deep enough to where he can, like, lay sideways on it. Because you need to be able to stretch. Now, in the moments that he was in there, he had people show up and talk to him through the cracks of the rock. They would read him poetry. They would tell him about their dreams and nightmares, apparently. <laughs> um, it was comforting. And he quoted that he's, he had felt moments of getting dizzy and where he was taking off from traveling inside of the rock. So That's because I was down there reading or singing Scatman to him. Oh, shit. Beat up a zoning out. zoning out. I can imagine something like uh, one of those float tanks. And, like, uh, when you're alone in that serenity of floating, you just, like, kind of trance off, kind of trip a little bit. Makes you, uh, give give you the out-of-body experience a little bit. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's very, it's like, it, it would definitely be very isolated. Yeah, and yeah. Living in a rock like that for a week, you said? Yeah, for a week. And this isn't the first time that he's performed like this before. He In um, 2014 and 2013, he had spent nearly two weeks living inside of a bear carcass at Alamo oh. Sky, Skywalker. Um, <laughs> on the set of the Revenant. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was the bear. He was living inside of that carcass. He was operating it. Wasn't even enough. Right. It was just, just spooning. carcass. Spooning Leo. Ah, oh, God. 
And even before <laughs> that, man, 2012, he spent, um, I don't even know how long. It was titled six, 604,800 seconds inside of a hole blocked by a stone in a bookstore. So that's uh, the title comes from how long it took him to think out his career path? Yeah, probably. He's like, what am I doing with my life under this rock in this hole? No, it's it's interesting. I can't hate on the guy because he's doing something that anyone could do, but he's doing it, and it's making people think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what the point of art is, man, is to break the normal concept of what you're, like, even, I don't know, just normal thinking, like you're saying. I mean, it's just, that's the point. Break the box. Make people think, yep. Yeah, what's going on here? What is he, that? What do you see? What do I see? That that one last one on uh, that they talked about that he did where he was, like, what, 60 feet above the ground? Yeah, man, in Paris it was uh, 60 feet on this, like, really narrow pole um, and, uh, leading up to a platform that was maybe, you know, five by four. When you and hear I can 60 imagine. feet, it's like you think, like, okay, that's high, but then when you see the picture – it's, it's, it's six stories, high. and he's literally on a pole that's maybe six to eight inches thick. So you know there's sway going on. There's cables to steady, but there's definitely going to be wind sway. I would imagine something similar to getting, like, seasick, maybe a flight. Uh, yeah, or like some sort of uh, dizziness would come over me, I'm sure. I, I don't like heights. <laughs> I'm not going to live on a platform 60 feet above the ground. Um. Later the later on this month, uh, Point Chivo will be actually doing another feat at the Palace de Tokyo. Um, he will <laughs> he will be sitting on top a dozen hen's eggs for approximately three to four weeks until they hopefully hatch. Then there's gonna be little little baby artists. Yeah, I guess, man. He's gonna imprint yeah, I guess on that's these the point, chicks. Right? Isn't that how you? Yeah, you, like yeah, imprint on them. They become you. They follow you. And then, and then those they, those chickens start deciding where they're going to go live for art statements. They're going to like go live in a McDonald's for a week. Uh, I'm going to New York City. <laughs> yeah. He's going to live on the street as a baby chicken. As, uh, yeah. Maybe one of them is going to head over to Canterbury, uh, England, where our next story is coming from. We have a robber. Wearing a shark onesie, shark, armed shark. with a hammer, hitting up the BP. What? Goddamn this, sharks, uh, man. This guy, I just don't think he knows how uh, Halloween works. This this <laughs> happened recently, but I think he, he he's wearing a costume that looks makes him look like a shark. And he's wearing, him and another man walk in. The, the weird thing is the other guy isn't wearing a costume at all. He's in regular clothes. This other guy's he's like, just like, what's up? I'm not doing the costume thing, Jim. That's, that's not me. So to, to explain what happened, two dudes, one guy in a shark costume, one guy dressed regular, both with hammers. They come into a BP gas station. They smash the f- glass on the uh, first uh, counter or the front counter there. The lady runs into the back. She's terrified. They start grabbing candy. They're just going for the candy, all the candy. <sighs> They're getting as much candy as they want. Man in the shark onesie, bags it all up. They start heading out. They got it all on video footage. But what's with the shark onesie? 
Why is Dude, this guy wearing a shark? Why was horse? that the choice? Like, you couldn't just rock the ski mask and gloves and, like, a long sleeve shirt? Like, what the fuck? You know that other guy was pissed. You know he's like, this is why they don't think you take the robbery seriously. It's because you I'm a- show up <laughs> in a shark onesie. What, yeah, what I was imagining is similar to that. It's just like, they're like, yeah, be ready. Bring, bring some type of disguise. Like... Make sure you we'll, cover we'll your face. Make this happen. And he's like, they show up and he's just wiggling around the corner like when they're trying to pick him up and they're like, wait, what the fuck? Is that shark trying to get in the car? What the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? Like, Yo, that's Dylan. No, that's... Oh, it's me! It's me, dude! <laughs> what the fuck? I told you this guy's not a costume. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the... Like, what's the difference between a disguise and a costume? Oh, they're man, not gonna... First off... Now, Think the shark costume is going to inhibit your fucking way to get around. You're but not think be about it. Mobile. Now they're looking for a shark. True. They're going to be at the ocean. You're going to be on land. They'll <laughs> never come after him. They're not, they got a lot to figure out how the shark maintained breathing enough to go rob. <laughs> he didn't even need the hammer the, if he's a shark. True. He didn't. He's got He's got those terrible rows of grinding flesh teeth <laughs> so uh yeah watch out for when next time we're at the beach i guess uh they might hold you up with it sharks might hold you up with a hammer they don't even have thumbs how are they holding the hammer i don't know man the fins it's, maybe wrapped around it somehow i just don't know how they'd strike you so it doesn't seem very scary i was gonna say you know there's not much range of motion on shark like fins. did somebody duct tape a hammer to the shark i just don't i don't know <laughs> so, so that's how that's how this guy's gonna get away with it. He's gonna go into the ocean with a roll of duct tape and a hammer, and he's gonna find a shark, oh, beach he's gonna, him. He's gonna frame him. He's, he's gonna, gonna duct- beach him. Yeah, <laughs> be like yeah, robbery suspect it. found dead on beach. <laughs> dead on beach. Leave him with a little bit of the 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 booty that you got from the robbery. <laughs> God. Well, yeah. we're gonna move along into something lighter. Besides sharks, carnage. <laughs> I have prepared a game to continue the gaming of American Slacker. Seeing as I am one and one, you are one and oh right now at the standing point. Let's see what happens in this next round of American Slacker games. Holiday edition. I prepared seven questions basically for you and we'll, we'll see how you fare up about g- general like st patty's day related stuff and irish related stuff i'm doing a little jig over here so we'll start out strong the topic of st patrick <clears throat> well we i want to mention to the uh, audience with these games we make it a point to have whoever is in the hot seat not look up anything about the subject we're go we go into yes. this cold we're clueless. I was clueless about anything to do with St. Patrick or a lot of this Irish stuff before I fucking looked this up to assemble this game. <laughs> and I now, have not looked at anything whatsoever. Jesse much will like- drink twice as much for every answer he gets wrong as okay. much as he drinks for when he gets it right. I got I got a bunch of my crowler here. Nah, you drink either way. <laughs> we're, we're treating it, these, these games, sort of like tests. You know, you want to go in cold unprepared and uh be prepared ready. to get motherfucking educated and ready to shoot from the hip <laughs> yeah absolutely I'm, I'm i'm interested to see 
what I can learn here. Alright, so as I was saying, we're going to start off on the topic of St. Patrick. So, during which century did the patron saint of Ireland, St. Patrick, live? A. The 4th century. B. The 5th century. C. The 6th century. Or D. The 7th century. I'm gonna go with... 6th century. Final answer. Final answer. Ooh, you suck! You are incorrect. The uh. dates of, pa of Patrick's life cannot be fixed with, with like certainty, but uh, there's a broad agreement that he was active in a missionary in Ireland during the second half of the 5th century. So the answer is B. 5th century. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, there's no uh, way I would have known that one. That was That's a hard was, one. Uh, I, would, a I wouldn't have known that either. I just figured we'd educate people when yeah. St. Patrick lived. Hey, Nobody knows know. shit about him. Next time that comes up on Jeopardy, you're prepared. So, breaking up with, uh, with a little bit of St. Patty's Day vibe. Green has not always been the color of St. Patty's Day. So, okay. before green, what was the first color associated with St. Patrick's Day? Was it A, blue, B, purple, C, red, or D, gold? Ah, oh, man. Okay, so it was uh, gold, purple, blue. red, or blue? A is blue, blue, B is purple, purple, C is red, red, and D gold. is gold. I know blue is always associated with royalty, so I'm gonna cut that. At, wait, did I say blue or purple? Maybe I drank too much on that last uh, fucking uh, answer. You're only supposed wrong. to take like like two drinks, man. Not I like four. I thought or you five. said two beers. I shotgunned two of them. Ah, oh, damn it, man! All right, let's try and make it through the rest of this it's episode. So, uh, you know what? Shot in the dark. I'm gonna go red. You're gonna it go seems red. Like, it seems like the wild card. Ah, uh, I'm gonna say you're incorrect. Ah, uh, the answer is A. It's blue. Blue. Now, uh, okay. according to historians, blue was used, not green. Um, a lighter shade of blue will appear on ancient Irish flags and armbands used by members of the Irish Citizen Army. Um, the use of the green comes from the use of green on St. Patrick's Day comes from the 1798 Irish Rebellion when the clover became the symbol of nationalism and uh, they would traditionally wear the green to show their loyalty. Oh, okay. To the Irish uh, That's movement. interesting. So before green, blue was uh, the Irish like flag color? Yeah, it was traditional colors in the flags um, and garments regarding like Irish. Um, wow. And even the celebration of St. Patrick's Day was generally blue. Not happy I got that wrong. I am happy I learned that. Bring it on. What's the next one? I got to redeem myself. All right. So, the American people, we are a melting pot of different heritage. And Irish is a good... It's in the top ten. I'll give you that. So, <laughs> what I want you to tell me is Irish is the blank most reported ancestry in the United States currently. Okay. A, the first... B, the third, C, the fifth, 
or D, the tenth. Okay. I don't think it's the first. Okay, you're knocking off the first. I don't think it's the tenth. Knock it off. Okay. You know what? Working I would say. I would say. Elimination. I would say fifth. If you're I, gonna I, say I would fifth. say it's the fifth most reported, or however you want. Ooh, you suck! <sighs> right. Oh no! You are incorrect. Ah! It is B. I heard the, third. I heard the sigh. Oh, I was close. According I to the it 2010 down. federal population census, number one would be German. Number hey, two would be African American. Three would be Irish. Fourth would be Mexican, and fifth would be English. Okay, wow. Sixth would be American, just so everybody knows. And uh, what American? No, American. And what American? I had to look this up because I was I was like I, I assume Native American as well. But what American is is um it's pre-revolution colonists of the thirteen colonies, which were mainly oh. English, Scottish, and consisted of a little bit of French, Dutch, and Swedish and Welsh, and German. You know what? Yeah, I know. I know you are. I'm American. You're American. You're truly Apparently, American because you uh, trace back to the Mayflower. Yes, my my grandfather uh, traced back um, our lineage to the Mayflower, and uh, he was part of the Mayflower. Uh, I thought you'd get a kick out of that, or something like that. That is awesome. You taught me even more, which proves why I'm getting all this shit wrong. I got three <laughs> fucking strikes against me. Well, most people get caught up into the drinking, and we don't learn about why we're celebrating at all. Now, yeah. just a little fun fact: Americanized drinking is like a thing. Like, it's not like uh, this wasn't in Ireland until 1975. Pubs were closed on the 17th of uh, March, which that marks the day that St. Patrick died, supposedly. Oh, um, okay. That's why we have that. And pubs were generally closed in Ireland until 75. And then to sprout tourism, they started the festival. Um, I forget what the name of the festival is. It takes place around St. Patrick's Day. Um, it might be a St. Patrick's Day festival. The old um, potato But a big festival. festival that's all about drinking. Go, oh, what do you okay. think? They have all the whiskeys and the, the what do they call it? Uh, pony? Guinness? Isn't that whis- potato whiskey? Oh, pony? I don't know. I've I never, think that's what it's called. I'm pretty I've never sure heard about called. that. That is, yeah. I, I'm a connoisseur of... of Drinks and alcohol and I've Irish potato whiskey. Um, That's cool. I feel like I feel like I'll I should to, do a I'll cross have to look reference. into that. We'll be sure to indulge in some of that. Uh, what is it, pony? You said it's called poteen. Sorry, poteen. Poteen. Po- so it's like you're gonna have some poteen with your poutine. Poteen with the poutine. Whoa. And we're touching on some touchy subjects. Well, no, if people don't know what poutine is, it's uh, French fries with gravy and uh, cheese. Oh, god damn it. I should have known that. uh, Canada. Yeah, I thought you were going dirty, man. I was like, I don't know this slang you talk about, kid. Well, hey, you put your uh, poutine in your poutine. You never know what's going to happen. It's getting crazy in here again, and I'm going to move along. (laughs) And moving along now to our next question. It revolves around St. Patrick, so we're going back. Okay. True or false, St. Patrick was kidnapped from his homeland and taken to Ireland as a slave. False. Your final answer. Final answer. 
Ooh, you suck! According to the confession, incorrect. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ah. say that real quick. <laughs> According to the confession of Saint Patrick, at the age of just 16, Patrick was captured by a group of Irish pirates. Oh, okay. They brought him to Ireland, where he was enslaved and held captive for six years. Huh. Um, it's believed that there's multiple like origins of like where they believe he was captured from, but generally it seems like it was somewhere off the coast of Britain, um, Great Britain. I, I think it's crazy. Pirates got him. Yeah, I, told that, you I'd work I never pirates into I, the show. I never do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did say you'd work pirates into the show. Matt's been obsessed with this uh, Showtime, is it? Uh, stars. It's stars. actually stars. Black sales, people. Check it out. I'm going to cover it. I'm not going to talk too much about it now because I'm definitely going to cover it and recommend it hard. Pirate so hard. shows. So fucking hard. You and you. Far Between. Oh, yeah. You won't find a pirate show that even competes with the brutality of this show. So, let's... I, I, I just want to let people know. I have already sealed my fate. I am. Lo- I'm gonna lose. This is just uh, for pride at this point. You're not gonna waste my goddamn show that I've prepped so hard here. No, no. This is for pride. I need to get at least a point on the board. Or you else need to I- come back. We have a house somewhat. rule at American Slacker. Well, which you know, I'm not <laughs> sour about this because now we're even, and this was my hopes in That's crafting true. this this tricky little show I've. But I've you made. didn't get goose egged on your game shows. If I get, yeah. if I get, like, there, when I... Well, you still what, have three more, and yeah. I know one you're going to get. I know one you're going to get. I, I, I fucking I hope know. so. I fucking hope so, because, you know... Well, shit, I, you got four more, actually. Four more. Worth... Wait. You're good. No, I thought, we, I thought we had four... I thought we had four down already. I thought... All right, so I have eight questions, and I lied, people. Um, there was an incident with the numbering... We won't go into the details. There was a mishap. There's eight questions. You have a chance, kid, to tie it up. And if you tie it up, I'm gonna give you the win. Bonus question. That's gonna be. This is the new law. If you tie it up, you get the win on a Yeah, no, you gotta give me an erroneous bonus question. Like I gotta just make it up if you get it even. Yeah. Okay. I can. But that I can means I gotta it. get four across the board. I want to put this out there though. In in house rules, be it pong, be it game shows, if you get goose egged, you either have to sit under the table or do a naked lap. And I can't sit under the table because the microphone's here. So that would require me to get naked and do a lap, which I am not gonna fucking do. So I need to no get one of these lapping. questions right. No. Me and Matt aren't in the same studio. If uh, if you're new or if you don't know the background to our podcast, uh, I'm in California. Matt is in New York. He doesn't have to witness the naked laugh, but it's a matter of pride at this point. And he lives on a main strip, people. There would be a restaurant that sees the naked laugh, which would be even more worth it for me. They do still have their lights on. Okay. So I have prepared a backup question. We're ahead of the game. In case you make it that far, that is. Oh, let's do it. Four in a row. So... I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna do this for you too. I'm gonna give you the American slacker. Give me. Uh, I don't trick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna eliminate one of the answers. No, I'm just gonna eliminate one answer. You're gonna have three choices. How about that? All right. Well, no, you're training wheels. No, that's fair deal. No, you're fair deal. Fair deal. All right. We'll call it. It's a. It's somewhat of a lifeline type deal, right? Lifeline. All right. Actually, we could always do. How about that? We'll make an adaptive lifeline for all shows from here out. Yeah, I like lifelines. I think that's okay. a good idea. 
Yeah, let's get wild with it. So I've used my so, eliminated and answer lifeline for this question. What year did Chicago first dye their river green to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? I forgot they do that. That's cool. Isn't that wild? We're going to get into this. Was it A, 1903, B, 1962, or D, 1989? Hey, You don't have 80, to worry about that one. 89 is my birth year. Um, I'm not going to no go. No coincidence. Well, I did not put it there for that reason. I, you know what? Just for that, I'm going 89. Are you sure? <sighs> you suck! <laughs> you can't sigh. You're incorrect. Me. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> what was so it? Uh, the 60s? It was, it was 1962. Fuck. And the I reason it was going to be that. Where this comes about is in the administration of Mayor Richard J. Daly. Um, he admit, he'd authorized massive development along the riverfront trying to clean up the sewage, water. Um, it was a mess in Chicago. He's like, you just know. dye it green. They'll never be able H to know. took its toll. Yes. So what happens is he had workers put green dye into the sewage system to trace the origin of this discharged water. So anywhere that the river would turn green, they knew that it was illegally dumped waste. Huh. Illegally? Yeah. So... So, and then what happened is... Okay, so let's move so, along. So That's not why... Well, basically, the green acted as, like, a, as the waste... So he could trace the... Th that's interesting. That's an interesting the, way for that to end up as a, like a holiday tradition. Well, this is where I'm going to get into. I just wanted to capitalize on this such a weird thing. Like, where did it come about? Yeah, so in December of 61, I was like, like Stephen huh, Bailey, okay. um, who was the general chairman of the six-year-old St. Patrick's Day parade at that time, saw the dye in the river, and he thought about an idea that that should be continued every parade. Okay. That, yeah, so, definitely. from there out, on 62, they started doing this whole idea where they dumped dye into the uh, river. In the beginning, it was actually like some type of oil-based dye that was actually contaminating the river, and they were dumping like 100 pounds at uh, a time. Wow. But nowadays, they use a vegetable-based dye that's actually orange until they dump it into the water. Oh, and then it sort of reacts, turns green. Yeah, it's like a powder, and they use, like, giant flower sifters and just, like, go on a crew of, like, two big boats and two little boats, and the little boats, like, go around and zigzag behind the big boats as they dump it. Huh. And generally, it lasts for about a day, the green dye. I've seen that before. I think on the, like, Today Show or something, they've taken a shot from the Chicago looking at the river there. Oh, man. Another thing we're going to put a, an image up on, um our update slideshow for the episode definitely the green river it's it's wild looking it's an emerald color green it's not like just a light like normal hudson river green it's fucking vibrant green it is green team <laughs> hudson green. river green <laughs> dude hudson river is dirty green in certain parts yeah still swimming we swim in it like yeah yep <laughs> yeah god we'll pay for it in our old age <laughs> yeah if we get there so, next question. Huh. I need to redeem myself. I'm, I, I'm All right. Our next question. Our next question is pop culture related. I've got a few, actually. So, everybody got fascinated with the Titanic, you know, when James Cameron's movie came out. So, this is what I found interesting. The Titanic was built in Ireland. Oh. Yes. 
So, this one is kind of hard, too. This is, you know, looking back, this is kind of a dick move. I feel like these questions are pretty much, how would I expect you to get it right? So, um, so the Titanic was built in which Irish city here? A, Galway. B, Belfast. Or C, Waterford. I feel like Waterford's to throw me off. Because it's water, okay. Yeah. And what was it, okay. Belfast and Galway? Belfast and Galway. Belfast? They're too, uh, they got, it's too quick living over in Belfast. Ringing bells, going around, zipping around real fast. We're going to go Galway. You're going to go Galway? Yep. Even though you sighed again. Ooh, you suck! I'm looking for my beer opener because I gotta crack another beer. Because how the <laughs> fuck are you doing so bad? God damn. Oh man. I gotta take no. it easy on you. Belfast is where the Titanic was manufactured. Uh, RMS Titanic was a British a British passenger liner. Oh god, I've had too many already. A British passenger liner. Still got another segment. Of course, that sank in the Atlantic Ocean. We all know the story. We all saw the the romance of Jack and Rose. Shut your mouth. You know that Jack didn't fit on the goddamn dresser and he drowned and froze to death. The Titanic was a. He didn't drown, he froze to death, right? It was the unsinkable (laughs) ship. It was supposed to be. It was one of three, actually, Olympic class ocean liners, um, which. I don't know shit about the other two, and I probably should have looked that up to lay some t- education on you motherfuckers. There was the, Olympia, the Titanic, the Olympia, the, and, and Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins! That one did great. Dude, that one is thriving until today from what I heard. So, <laughs> the uh, it was operated by the White Star Line fleet, and it was built by Harlan and Wolf shipyard in Belfast, which you can still visit to this day. Um, another photo that I will include up on the slideshow is the docks still stand where the Titanic was built, and they have a huge thing you can visit if you're ever in Ireland. And, and they have a sign that says, sorry about that iceberg there. Well, and you know what sucks is that the Titanic actually did a number on the economy with the industrial age in Ireland because really? that ship had a bad voodoo on their craftsmanship. Really? So they took a hit so, from it. So they took a hit. They this okay. So to give you an idea, when they took on the job to build the three um, ocean liners, they had to build up this uh, shipyard huge. They had taken on a prepayment and they built it up to be ten times the facility it was before. Um, so it was really built by people that had never operated on a, a skill level needed for such a giant ship. So you're blaming the Irish for the sinking of the I'm not Titanic. saying that. I'm just saying like it was like it seemed like a rush job. Um, okay. Hey, and the and other that, two ships had a great history, that, but I think that the, they never got over the idea that the the Titanic was the biggest disaster of the time. Damn. You know, so I mean, not, there was never 2000 casualties at once like that. Not just the ship itself taking a hit, but the business that made the ship as well. Yep. That iceberg and, hit two things simultaneously. Oh man, yeah, definitely hit the pockets. <laughs> hit the oh, pockets over third. Yeah, it also hit our hearts, I guess. I'll give James Cameron Titanic. I'm not ever gonna watch fucking Avatar though. Ah, uh, why are you gonna watch Avatar? It's beautifully blue. I'll I'll never watch Avatar because and this is something I'll stand by. It did not win Best Picture that year. It, you know what won Best Picture? The Hurt Locker, which I fucking love. 
And you know who directed The Hurt Locker? Catherine Bigelow, James Cameron's ex-wife. Are you ready for me to drive a spike into our friendship? Oh, let's hear it. I haven't seen The Hurt Locker. Oh, no, that you're not going to drive a spike. Okay, I've never... I was waiting for you to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, See, now... You know, a close friend told me the other day that he held a secret shame that he hadn't seen Star Wars for the longest time. And it's like, I'm never going to shame anyone for not seeing something, because you can always just turn it on, you know? Yeah, exactly, true. Well, that's the open opinion that I like about you. Now... <laughs> well, thanks, Matt. Well, Star Wars, man. I love Star Wars, though. All right. But you can't ever be like, um, what do you mean you never going, seen Star Going back Wars? to Avatar, like, Avatar I loved, like, I thought it was, like, visually pleasing in insane way. Um, I could see why plus, people enjoy it. My uh, parents bought, like, an insane, like, 3D TV, and it was, like, the first movie to be 3D what? Blu-ray. That's so cool. it was, like, at the time, it was, like, such cool shit. I'd watch that all the time. I'd uh, smoke a doobie and go watch Avatar 3D with the glasses. <laughs> nice. And is it, it really Is fun. it Fern Gully? Is it pretty much Fern Gully? That's military. what a lot of people say. Um, it kind of is. Kids, if is. you are listening and you're But it has 18. Ellen Ripley in it. Like, come on. It's yeah. got Ripley in it, dude. It's yeah. got fucking Ripley. I was going to say, kids, if you're not 18, you're listening to this. First off, turn this off. You're not supposed to be listening to this. Secondly, we go watch not. Fern Gully. We have a badge that says you shouldn't be listening to this if you're under 18. NSFW. So, on to the next question. Give me another one. Maybe I'll get All right. So, it's chance. another pop culture. Um, I'm obsessed with automobiles. I love cars. So, I figured if I could incorporate something to do with cars, I would. Which of the following famous movie cars were built in Ireland? So, what we have here is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang for A. Huh. For B, we have Herbie the Bug. From the Love Bug. C. We have Back to the Future's DeLorean. D. We have the 1976 Lotus Esprit Series 1 from The Spy Who Loved Me. Which was that sick-ass car that was a submarine at the same time. Okay. I'm hoping you, I was hoping you saw this. I mean, yeah. I figured you might have, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm a Some people I'm a hate James, James Bond, Bond movies. Oh, no, so, no. Like, I dig James Bond. The classic ones I grew up on watching these ones, so... And Idris Elba should be fucking James Bond. Dude. Not fucking fuck. James Bond. That's, like, probably some movie. But... Dude, that would be a good <laughs> he movie. He should be James Bond. That would be a good movie. Damn. Well, that, there was a big uproar about that. We won't get into it. All right, so my Back choices to this are question. a Lotus, the DeLorean, Herbie, Herbie the, the Bug... bug. And or Chitty Chitty, Chitty, Chitty Bang Bang. Bang. I'm gonna Which get one was rid built of, in Ireland? Getting rid of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Herbie the Love Bug. Um, Good choices. I don't... Okay, I feel I feel confident. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you that. Now, you got nowhere to win anyway. This is Regis Philbin telling you, down to a 50-50. So, uh, it comes down to the Lotus. Which I, who, or who makes the, the Lotus or the DeLorean? DeLorean or Lotus, which both now, do not sound Irish at all. Like, at if, all. if I had to pick one that sounded Irish, I'd say DeLorean. And from what I know about the DeLorean, it was used to smuggle cocaine back in the 80s. And that's why they had to stop I, producing it. I never heard about that. Is that a conspiracy or a full-on... I'm just asking statement. questions. <laughs> um, I'm... 
Googling, I don't know if it'll lead to anything while so, we're on the show. So, and I'll but chitter it's chatter. To curiosity. Yeah, you Google that. I'll chitter chatter here on my choice between the two. If I was gonna, you know, a lotus, it kind of strikes me more as something like, uh, like an Italian craftsmanship, like sort of like a Ferrari or. Yeah, I feel like the Lotus isn't Irish. I and I don't hear too many cars these days sort of doing business in Ireland. So I feel I feel like I'm gonna have to go Dorian, Dorian, Delorean. Final you are correct finally we got a right answer out of you the first prototype of the delorean dmc12 most commonly known as just a delorean it's the only automotive product they ever produced um it it showed up as a prototype in 76 production officially began in 81 in dunmurray a suburb of southwest belfast north ireland oh thank you belfast again to go back to what you were talking about, it appears that in 82, the automaker John Z. DeLorean was arrested and charged with conspiracy to to uh, sell cocaine. Dude, so you are correct. It's, see, it's not conspiracy. I'm not always into conspiracies. Sometimes they're true. <laughs> we were robbed of a, le- a legendary legacy of an awesome automobile because some guy was Smoking not happy coke. with making... Dude, the DeLorean was awesome. Like... It was like a stainless steel body, man, which, like, won't rust. First off, it's going to eliminate rust for the most part. Um, Yeah. And the the interior was great. Gullwing doors. Gullwing doors. You you can't put anything in the door, though. No, because it's just going to come flying out at you, especially in the age of technology. Don't put your cell phone up there, because no no, matter what kind of protector you have, you're done. As soon as you opened it. (laughs) Smash right to the concrete. So, I just got to say... Can, can I can I put this out there? I feel great having gotten one point. I don't have you, to. Do you got a chance to get two. I don't have to sit. The last the one table. is the one I thought you'd definitely get. Let's hear it. It's an Irish question. It's an I did I did I did I. Now it goes into mythology. Oh, cool. It goes into. Don't get too excited. It's nothing that crazy. All right. Number eight. What is a shillelagh? Shillelagh. It's oh, it's like wait. We, hold on, shush. We have a an Irish ballad. B a big stick. C the Celtic spelling of the female name Sheila. <laughs> D the ancient form of Irish currency, and fucking D because I'm relentless. None oh. of the above. Uh, it's not none of the above. Uh, what was the first one? An Irish ballad. It's not an Irish ballad. I'm between a big stick and the Irish drunk pronunciation of the word of the name Sheila. Because you know Sheila, it'd be like Shalila. Oh man, we're fucking horrible. So we're sorry. We're sorry to any Irish listeners. We love the Irish. We love Conor McGregor. Yes. We love everything about Ireland. I'm fucking with you. I know exactly what a shillelagh is. Shillelagh is not the pronunciation of Sheila. It's a big fucking stick. Ah, you are correct. A shillelagh, or commonly known as a blackthorn stick, is a wooden walking stick or a a club. 
Yeah. So it's a double feature. It usually features a stout, knotty end that is also where you would club somebody to fucking death with. Hell yeah. Now, if you've watched Gangs of New York, um, you've noticed the scene where Bill the Butcher kills the Martin, the uh, mayor, and uh, he uses I'm gonna hit you Martin's with fucking own club, which Martin has like notched in every kill he's ever had. Which is what you do with your shillelagh if you are gonna Common. do anything. With Every you kill you notch, you notch your kills on your shillelagh. It's a shillelagh. So, so is that it? I got two points out of. You eight. got two points out of eight. I so got wrecked. You got wrecked. You lost. Which, which is what you do on St. Patrick's Day, so it's kind of appropriate. It is appropriate. Now we're even, and I'm happy. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we are even. So the next one's on you. We're going to keep this going throughout 2017, and whoever wins at the end, I guess, I don't know, maybe has to pay up on these bets that we keep going double or nothing on. (laughs) Yeah, probably. See what it gets to, 10 grand. 10 fucking Gs. That's what we're thinking. Uh, So uh, now that we've been properly intoxicated via our St. Patrick's Day game, we are moving on to video games. Uh, we gave you guys an update on what was coming out in March, and we've actually gotten a chance to play them now. Yeah, we talked about it on episode 26, Seagull Punch-Out, uh, Seagull Pizza Punch-Out, rather. Um, Layers of Fear and Borderlands 2 came out. Yeah, Layers of Fear I got a chance to play. I actually beat it in, well, basically I played it one night, got through about half of it, hopped off, went to bed, Got up the next morning, put about another two and a half, three hours into it, and I beat the the like story mode of it. Yeah, you powered through that shit. It was real quick. I was surprised it, when you were like, I'm done. <laughs> the game itself, you know, I played Outlast. Uh, you played Resident Evil and sent me some stuff from that, and I've watched some live stream Twitch of uh, the most recent Resident Evil game. This Layers of Fear was not nearly as, like, terrifying. There's not gore. It's it's more poltergeist kind of scares. The, okay. The game sort of takes you by the hand and leads you through the entire game. You could speed run it if you know what you're doing. There's only about three puzzles, I think, overall that you really have to solve. The rest of it is just opening doors, walking straight, and waiting for animations to end. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, it's repetitive. Well, you know, we were, we were sort of saying, you know, people were really critical of it when we were reviewing it on episode 26. And I feel like they're almost fair in their criticism after playing it. Yeah, it's a little too much copy from other games, and it's too you can anticipate all the moves. I will say the story itself. Uh, it's about a painter whose wife got burned in a fire, and you sort of play throughout the time, and he's going mad as like time goes on. And it's definitely creepy. The Victorian sort of setting to it is creepy. The story itself, very, like, sort of off-putting in a, in, in a fun way. And I, I enjoyed it, but not enough to, like, go back through and earn the rest of the achievements. Yeah, yeah. But you got a bunch of achievements from it anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah, These absolutely. games are good for that. 
Um, Borderlands 2, we both had a chance to jump on co-op. I, I, I had a fun time. It's a it's a good, like, um, action RPG, like, uh, first-person shooter type deal. Um, you take on characters um, that are vault hunters on the planet Pandora. It's kind of far out there, comic book type illustrated graphic. Um, it reminds yeah. us of, like, Fallout, but it's a little repetitive from what I've seen. But, we again, we, we probably had, like, two hours on it. Yeah, we we could definitely uh, devote a little bit more time to it uh, and dive into the story. It's I I don't think there's too much story to it though. Yeah, I'm not expecting too much more to pop out, but um, I will say it's a fun game to pick up while you can. Um, you should have a few more days to scrap this up and uh, play with your buddies. That's what I like about it. It's a good multiplayer game. Um, we'll definitely probably pop it out every now and again. Yeah, it's it's fun when you need to break it up and like these these free games are perfect for that. You know, you can't go out and buy a sixty dollar game every month. You can't yeah. like even when yeah, stuff's it's... Uh, on sale. You it's like buying a thirty dollar game every month. That's still gonna like, you know, it's it's breaking the bank because by the end of the year you're spending like a grand. On when games. you're adulting, buying yeah, brand new games adulting. every week is not an option. So, and they may a few of these games uh, with gold may end up sucking a little bit, but the nice thing is, you know, they're going to release about four or five games every month per month, up to six, I believe. Yeah. So that's pretty nice, like free free content. De- try it out. And also keep your eye out for betas because uh, they pop up every now and again. We actually had a chance to get our hands on the Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands beta. Um, we only had a few like hours on that as well. It was very short, but we got a general idea. It's um a great game. It's produced by Ubisoft Paris. Um, Ubisoft is all you know famous for the Tomb Raider series, all the other Tom Clancy's, quite a few games that are you know hits. Right. They're they're um, known for good stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely a great studio. Um, yeah, the game was wildly open. The map was huge. I I thought it was you know bigger than Grand Theft Auto maybe twice for all I know the size of Grand Theft Auto's map. The driving was interesting too. We got a chance to cruise around in one of the jeeps and it was semi realistic I would say. Yeah, and the helicopter was fun too. Like there's a lot dirt bikes. Oh, that's right. We got in a helicopter. Just like an idea. You're like ripping down the cartel um, somewhere in South America, and the hills are crazy. There's like little city areas. Um, it, definitely wild and everybody can play the game a different way apparently from the way you choose your missions and whatnot or you can choose to play with buddies assemble a crew which uh i always i always like playing games multiplayer it's my choice like, and i really like i really like that uh studios are letting these betas out to the public like an open beta because it gives yeah, you that man. gives you that little bit of play that sort of entices you or turns you off so you know you don't want it or you do Especially going into the, like the sixty dollar game thing again, it's like, yeah, man, I want to know if I'm gonna be like interested in buying this. Like, if uh, buying it blind is kind of weird. Sometimes you get a game and it's just complete shit. Right. Yeah. Two uh, two more games you'll be able to try in the second half of March are Heavy Weapon and Evolve uh, Ultimate Edition. Heavy Weapon is a arcadey style type of game. It's uh, sort of similar to Metal Slug, if, if you've ever played anything like that. 
Um, it's originally from the Xbox 360, so it's one of those backwards compatible ones. Uh, I would suggest, I haven't played it myself, but I would suggest downloading it, giving it a try. Like we said, it's always good to have these on your, you can download them and then delete them from your hard drive. So it's not taking up space, but you can always download them again if you ever want Get bored. to play Yeah, them. Yeah, you just I'm, want to play random. I'll be sure to give this uh, some play time to let you guys know how it is, if it's worth giving a shot. Um, also, with Layers of Fear, try it anyway. I may, I, I may be shitting on it a little bit, but like I said, the story is pretty good, so give it a try. Yeah, yeah, it's always worth trying. I mean, everybody has a different perspective they take from gaming. Um, you might appreciate the storyline enough to overlook the elements of the gameplay that's not exactly the best quality to us. Right. Well, it's yeah. I, I mean, there's there's different things with with all kinds of games that could be improved. But uh, we've actually we've played that other game, Evolve, the one. That so given yeah, away. Evolve Ultimate Edition is coming out, which includes all the DLC. Evolve is fun. Um, it's it's very simple. It's basically a crew of four is hunting down a monster, and there's a few different types of monsters, and there's a different array of people you can choose to be one of these. You know, four people that. I think it's only online. I'm not sure, right? Isn't it? I can't remember that much. I don't know if there was a uh, story or like a single player narrative for it. I, I don't think there was. Right. It was just um, online play. We bought this a while back, and uh, it was fun. It was fun for a while. Um, we ended up deleting it. Um, you could the play as Titanfall, the monster, actually. from what but I remember. You can play as the monster, actually. So it's like, yeah, there's five slots for like multiplayer. You know, four. Like, um, of the good guys and one monster and, um, all with their unique, you know, skill sets and whatnot and weaponry. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely fun for a while and for a free game. Fuck yeah. I mean, we paid 40 bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to be, uh, saving a lot more than we have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And maybe we'll play with you fucks if you, uh, hit it up on the social media. Yeah. We'll actually, you want to give out our gamer tags? Yeah, why not? If you guys haven't added us, um, you can check us out. Mine is um, Maddie G from HP, and mine is Landers the Plane, just like some of my uh, social media. Yeah, yeah, definitely hit us up. We'll play sometimes. Why not? That actually brings us to the uh, end of the show. Well, before actually, before we get to the end of the show, I'm kind of jumping the gun just to let you know. Heavy Weapon will be available from March 16th to uh, March 31st. And Evolve will be available from March 16th to April 15th. So you have a while for Evolve. Oh, they give you a month on that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, generally it's half a month usually for... Um, maybe it's the Xbox One games that get a full month. I, I think that might be what it is. That's probably what it is. Well, now we're officially at the end of the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love you. We love you. Interact with us. Get at us. Check out the Facebook. We're looking a little dull with the love here. I know everybody's anti-social media these days, but come on now. Make a Facebook just just for us. Yeah. <laughs> come, on, come on Facebook and like us, because uh, if, if there's anything on your Facebook that's going to make you happy, it's going to be our content. It's going to be our content. We, we put some pretty funny shit up there. So check us out on Facebook or Instagram at American Slacker Podcast. You can also get at us on our main hub where you can listen to the show right there. But don't. Download it because we want to see the numbers. <laughs> AmericanSlackerPodcast.wordpress.com You can also email us. We're always open to hearing what you have to say. Uh, AmericanSlackerPodcast at gmail.com 
Uh, we're also on Twitter and <laughs> Twitter and Reddit. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. No, we're on Twitter and Reddit. If I can get that out of my mouth, at A M E R S L K R podcast. A M E R S L K R podcast. So it's Amher Slacker podcast on Twitter and Reddit, not Twitter and Redder. How fucking drunk are you right now? Six out of ten. Um, our personal Instagrams. Mine, like I said before, uh, is just like my Xbox gamer tag. It's Landers the Plane. And if you wanted to get at me, Matthew, MWG Media. Uh, also, rate and review us on iTunes. Like we said in the beginning of the show, we really appreciate it. It helps us uh, kind of get out there and let people know what's going on and that we're worth listening to. Yes, and it's the first thing that people see, people. Come on. And we thank you ahead of time for doing that. Yes. So, And also, you can keep an eye out. We have a new project coming out very, 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 very soon. <laughs> it is a uh, podcast revolving around movies, and uh, I mean, are we going to drop the title right here and then? Yeah, we we're, think- we're thinking about calling it Shut Up and Watch. That's what we've been calling it for a while. Uh, we're pretty proud of the name. We're pretty proud. It's been in the works for quite a bit. Me and Jesse uh, thought this up quite a while ago. There was actually a pilot shot that was lost. Technological error. Well, <laughs> I-, I would say physiological error, because I was just the- getting too wasted. True. True, 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 very true. <laughs> but soon enough, you guys will see the next pilot, Pilot 2.0. Which and, will involve uh, uh, the people, one of the people we had talked about earlier in the episode, Kyle from was, Crime Relief. I was going to say a familiar face, but give it all away. No, yeah. Nothing to worry about. The mystery is gone. Yeah, well, no, there's, there's more. They don't know what, oh, what's mystery. even going on with it. You don't even know what this is about, but you'll be entertained. Believe me. <laughs> Absolutely. Remember, the Patreon is always up and running. You can always go on to Patreon, look at American Slacker Podcast, or get to it from our website, which we talked about earlier. It's a way for you to sponsor the show. If you give a dollar per month, it essentially is 25 cents per episode. And we already put out a bonus episode this month. So technically, you're going to cheaper than that. Yeah, um, put out at you, least one a month. <laughs> and in doing that, you support things like American Slacker Podcast and Shut Up and Watch, which we just announced. We're talking about doing other projects. There's plenty of things that we have going that are worth sponsoring, and we want you to sponsor. You can get a shout-out for a dollar a month. You can get a question answered uh, for $5 per month. And we're going to have Jesse Soul for $10 a month. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a fraction though because if we're gonna sell it out just to a piece, people, we gotta piece. yeah we gotta make it last. We can't just give you all of it. No, that's like yeah. that's, that would be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and mine com- comes free with every commodity. episode, as you all know. Yeah, that's I ah oh, shit I haven't written that into the description in a while. God damn it, man! You're, la- <laughs> slacking. you're slacking. Hey, that's what we do. Thank you so much, everybody, again, for tuning in with our drunk asses. It's St. Patty's Day. Come on. Well, it will be soon enough. Have St. a Patty's green Day beer on the or podcast. a shamrock shake. Yeah, yeah. Check out the Green River if you're in Chicago and let us know what's up. Hit up Send a picture. A Hashtag ASPod. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. Keep that jig going.
celebrating cracking uh, the beer. I'm gonna take one of these. I'll light it up. Yeah, bring that candle closer and light it off the candle. Fuck (laughs) that, dude. You know how dirty that would taste, getting that fume? It's a midnight summer. It tastes like a taint in the midnight summer when you do that. 